The Lord be with you. And also with you. We remember in every time and place the saints of God who have shown us the Lord. Since we are surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us worship God with joy. For all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confess, thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Alleluia. Upon this All Saints Lord's Day, we greet you and invite you into ordered worship. The liturgy, music, and homily this morning are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation within Mars Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of service and leadership in our midst, And as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it as we are able. May we stand in the praise of God.
we pray. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always and also with you. May we exchange signs of his peace. A lesson from the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 3, and verses 15 through 18. In the first year of King Belshazzar's of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four winds of heaven staring up the great sea, and four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this. So he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these, great, as, as for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 11 through 23. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe? according to the work of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly palaces, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Beloved, I invite you to join me in reading verses from Psalm 149 with the Antiphon. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and two-edged swords in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters and their nobles with chains of iron, to execute on them the judgment decreed. This is the glory for all his faithful ones. Praise the Lord. I invite you to stand as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri, the reading of the gospel, and the singing of our hymn.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke, chapter 6, verses 20 to 31. Glory to you, O Lord. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. All the saints, not a portion thereof, all the saints, not one half or another, all the saints, not just 49%, but the other 51% as well. For all the saints who from their labors rest, Upon a Thursday early afternoon, you may find us gathered in the fresh air of Marsh Plaza there to receive the Lord's Supper with liturgy and with scripture and with meditation. As we did this past Thursday in the meditation, we were challenged to remember one of the saints. We may simply say of the saints, they show us by precept and example what it means to be good, to be holy, to be godly. They reflect the divine. 
A question can linger and so through the day and the rest of the week did this one. And there is Bernice Danks in 1980, she who taught nurses at Cornell all of her life and had time to be a lay member to conference and had time to sing in the choir and had time to offer counsel to a string of preachers wet behind the ears. At an administrative board, one young minister was heard to say something about routine in an offhand way, and she paused the meeting, clapping her hand on the table to say, I teach nurses, and Reverend, remember, we call the most, thi- most important things by the word routine. What is routine, that is what counts most, all the saints. Some few years later along the St. Lawrence River, looking down into Canada, as they say there, in the dark of winter, 30 degrees below zero upon the Fahrenheit scale, one could find Setamo, also a septuagenarian, sitting and watching in twilight and remembering alone and remembering the hours in faith she spent as a young woman, knocking door by door in that little village so that that small, modest rural church would have windows not quite as beautiful, Marsh Chapel, as yours, but of the same maker, and almost so, all the saints. And there is Mickey Murray. At age 40, she lost her husband also at age 40, who left her with three children and one house and no job. And she found her way to a modest position at the university through which she was able to educate those three children. And then on Wednesdays, She gathered her children, and then the neighbor children, and then the community children for a junior youth fellowship providing a meal and a reading and a song and a prayer and hospitality, all the saints. And there is Ruth Lippett some years later, not in Syracuse, but in Rochester. She, who with her husband David had studied under Ernest Fremont Tittle, that great Midwestern preacher of the mid-20th century, my own pulpit hero. They had studied engineering and had come to work in Rochester. David had died some years before, and she invited 12 of her friends to meet the new minister. We sat in her front room, and she said, The meal's ready. I want you to introduce yourselves. You have two minutes each. Here's what I mean by two minutes. Do you see this clock? Do you see this bell? Two minutes each, then we're sitting at table. All the saints. Or Darlene Ayers, who sat right here on the pulpit side, seven pews down for a decade during our time here, was a substantial supporter of this community of faith and also found herself in ministry in Central America. She was a nurse, so for her, Sunday worship was routine. She was here every Sunday. She didn't say, like so many of us academics, oh, I'm an introvert who worships process, so I can't be involved for an hour in fellowship and leadership. No, she was here. All the saints who from their labors rested. We hear the scriptures today, so beautiful they are. Daniel, that book of dreams by the greatest of dreamers, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel, who locates here in his word for us promise of the kingdom, the divine dream of the kingdom. In who? In those, the modest, the humble, the saints of God of whom we sing a song this morning. And then from the psalmist himself, David, or whomever toward the end of the Psalter, we have that beautiful phrase, God takes pleasure in God's people. It's like Matthew chapter 9. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. The word there isn't Desire, as we think of it, it's, I delight in mercy. I enjoy mercy. I'm glad for mercy. I have pleasure in mercy, reflecting the psalm to which we did sing today. Or Ephesians, before us, this letter from a student of St. Paul, a Deutero-Pauline letter that uses the marvelous, strange glory of a phrase 
the eyes of the heart, read to us, to my delight and surprise, by Courtney Jones, who's come to us from Delaware, Ohio. And the seminary there, next door to Ohio Wesleyan University, soon to be married down in Washington, we celebrate her presence, that your eyes, the eyes of your heart, might be illumined, and especially the gospel if we could live it, just one hour, each day of each week of each year, did you listen to the chaste, concise rendering in Luke of the Beatitudes, these blessed words meaning happy words. There's a tinge, there's a radiance, there's a strange glory too. Blessed are the poor, those who hunger, those who who mourn, but challenged to those who are already full. And then you take this now for your marching cadence this week. But I say to you, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for, still resist, but pray for those who abuse you. If anyone asks your coat, give your cloak. If anyone smite thee on the one cheek, turn to him the other. Here it is. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you for all the saints. You are gathered now not on a Thursday outside or a Wednesday in a service of worship in the midday, but here in Marsh Chapel upon a Sunday morning, the Lord's Day. And this nave greets you. Its gothic shape meant to inspire gathers you. Its divided chancel with beautiful ornate carpentry welcomes you. Its chapel choir and musical history welcomes you. Its pulpit with the echoes of voices of the saints of old rolling and reverberating welcomes you too. But also and especially the stained glass. The places in the lower place we keep space, location as important as it is in the lower bank. And the higher we place the human being, the person, the, the, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. And notice them, especially today, all the saints, not just one half or the other. Francis Willard in the southwest corner, you find him next, her next to Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, who was placed there by Daniel Marsh to remember abolition. And then Francis Willard, nowhere near as well known, but so timely, so current today. She who through the 19th century gave 400 speeches a a year supporting temperance, temperance in good things, abstinence from bad things, being the leader of the Women's Society, of the, the Women's Christian Temperance Union, and thereby forwarding her real program and hope, which was female suffrage. For all those years, she traveled with her soulmate, Anna Adams Gordon. And when challenged about their relationship, is the Methodist Church right now listening to its history 100 years ago? Said she, there is not a village in this land that does not have an example of two souls in council both feminine. She died in 1898, having been born in Churchville, New York. Churchville is next door to Chi Lai. You spell that C-H-I-L-I and pronounce it as it should be pronounced. Chi Lai, you need to be careful with these names in that region. We had a general superintendent, a bishop, whose proposal went down solely on the mispronunciation of the town spelled M-A-D-R-I-D, which you know is not pronounced Madrid. It is Madrid. There she was born. There she was raised. She studied at Northwestern, founded by John Dempster, who founded Boston University through its School of Theology, and Northwestern through its School of Theology, and then came to lead the progenitor movement that presented finally and over time, some 20 years plus after her death, suffrage for the suffering women of her time, and of all time. Why is it sometimes that we think that the canonical word is in the tenor and bass section and the apocryphal word is in the soprano and alto when by lived experience it's exactly the opposite? 
I think of Bernice, and I think of Seta, and I think of Mickey, and I think of Ruth, and I think of Darlene, and I think of all the saints. Who are you, America? We're going to see in a little bit fuller fashion in a few days. Who do you want to become, America? We're going to see in a little bit fuller fashion in just a few days. Who do you want to be, America? We're going to know a little bit more fully just a few hours from now. As we move through this season, may we celebrate the saints. No, all, all the saints. As Emma Lazarus said, this is your hymn. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the restless refuse of your teeming shore. Send these the lost, the tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Amen. be seated. Good morning. We welcome you again to the nave of Marsh Chapel, whether you are seated here with us at 735 Commonwealth Avenue, listening live via WBUR on the radio or online, or listening later to the podcast. We are thankful for your presence. For those of you seated in the pews, we ask that you please fill out your name and contact information in the red pads found along the center aisle of each pew. This will help us to get to know you better and you to get to know one another better. Today is a communion Sunday and we welcome all to participate. Wine will be served on the pulpit side and grape juice will be served on the lectern side. Please also be aware that there will be a healing prayer station under the first set of stained glass windows on the pulpit side for anyone who would like to participate. After the service today, we invite you to join us for our monthly potluck luncheon downstairs in the Marsh Room for fellowship and conversation. For all other news and upcoming events at Marsh Chapel, we invite you to visit our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our webpage, bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Now, as the ushers wait upon us for the offering, we remember that it is a gift and a discipline to be a giver. Oh. 
for the work before us, for the fellowship among us, for the life surrounding us, for thy joy holding us, O Lord, we are thankful. Bless these gifts and the gifts givers, we pray in Christ. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah, God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers, God of our children to all generations. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we join your, we praise your name and join their unending. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, and gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we name before you in our hearts. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace now and forevermore. In the name of the creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. <laughs>